Welcome to the Mustang Sports Feed. Join us as we talk to athletes and coaches from the Masters University to get the inside scoop on the latest happenings in TMU athletics. Welcome to the Mustang Sports Feed, the official podcast of TMU Athletics. My name is Tim Hajduk, the Assistant Athletic Director, Events and Communications here at the Masters University. Today, we're kicking off our summer interview series of TMU coaches, and I'm honored to be joined today by the latest addition to the TMU coaching staff, new women's basketball head coach, Lisa Zamraz. Lisa, thank you for joining us. Thanks, Tim. Happy to be here. And you're no stranger to the Masters University, played two years on the women's basketball teams. The starting point guard was an assistant coach for one year as well in 2019-20. But some of our listeners may not be familiar with you. wanted to give you a chance. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. So my name is Lisa Zamros. <laughs> I was born and raised in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I came to Masters as a freshman in 2006 Graduated 2010 from Oklahoma Christian University. Um, married to my husband, Brett, for nearly eight years, coming up in August. Um, he actually works at the university as well. He's the dean of men. And we have three awesome kids, Griffin, Boston, and Brielle. And what's it been like now that you're working with your husband at the same school? It's fun. Yeah, I get to see him a little bit more during the day. We actually live in the neighborhood. And mm-hmm. so he frequents uh, before this job, you know, he can mm-hmm. come home and and now we can just go grab some coffee on our on our job. And it's great. Yeah, yeah tro- trophy coffee, not a bad spot to, to be for sure. But so in the, the hiring process, what was it about the, the head job here at the Masters University that was so appealing to you? And, and how excited are you to be the new coach? Um, it, was, it was so appealing because it's Masters. Um, this place and this university has had a tremendous impact on my life, on my husband's life, my in-laws. Um, a lot of people in my family have been affected very positively from this place. And so to combine coaching and discipleship at Masters was, it's a dream come true type of job. And so I couldn't resist um, going for it. It's um, it's it's super exciting, tremendous privilege um, and responsibility to maintain the awesome culture that we have here in the women's program and at the greater you know university at large. And so I couldn't be more excited and, and happy to be in this position right now. And I really like the word discipleship that you mm-hmm. used. And, you know, obviously you have a huge opportunity to pour into the spiritual lives of your athletes. How excited are you for that part of the process? That's a huge piece. Um, obviously, basketball is the title of the job, but most importantly is the discipleship of the athletes. You know, athletics and college is a small portion of life. It's a four-year blip, and then for most everyone, you're on to adulthood. And so it's imperative that during these four years, you really solidify your convictions and you, um, you're discipled in a way that you feel prepared to move on in life because life can get hard quickly or it might wait, but you need to be prepared um, for your future. And a, a nice basketball reference for you. I love John Wooden. Mm-hmm. A, a quote from him that has stuck with me for a long time is, a failure to plan is a plan to fail. And so I think that works both athletically and spiritually, that this this time is very critical. And so we need to be intentional in how um, how we prepare for the future. 
Yeah, you talk about preparing your athletes for what comes next in life. You are very prepared for this job. I've had a lot of coaching experience, five years at Oklahoma Christian University, very successful there, helped them transition from NAIA to NCAA D2, won a couple NCCAA regional titles, spent one year as an assistant here at the Masters University. What did you learn during those years as an assistant coach that you hope to implement now as the head coach here? Yeah, I'm so grateful for my time at both places. It's actually a really unique thing to have played for and coach with both Coach Stephanie Finley at Oklahoma Christian and Coach Waldeck here at Masters. It's a unique perspective to be a player and a colleague of both. And they have a combined over 50 years of experience in coaching. And so it's invaluable to sit under both of their teaching and observe when I worked for Coach Finley, she was she was very gracious to teach and allow me to um, to work and be a big part of the program. And so that gave me the confidence now that I have to be able to now lead my own program. So I'm grateful for her mentorship and her friendship to this day. Um, and same with Coach Waldeck, you know, that I could just sit in a, and observe a different program and see the inner workings and take little pieces here and there to formulate my own thoughts and opinions. And so I feel um, very grateful to both of those coaches. Yeah, obviously I've had great mentors in the coaching world. You know, talk a little bit about your coaching philosophy as you look to make your own imprint on the women's basketball program. Sure. A few things there. I think the most important thing to me and the coaching philosophy that I want to bring here is just establishing a foundation of trust. I think it's really important that the athlete feels that they have an advocate in their coach and me as a coach that I can trust my athlete. And so that's twofold in my opinion. You have to have character and competency and both of those things combined equals trust. And so they need to know that I know what I'm doing from an X's and O's standpoint and I need to know that they'll be successful in certain situations on the floor but also from a character standpoint, I need to trust them. They need to trust me. And if you have those two things, you have a great foundation to springboard to other things. And so that's very important. Um, I think clearly defined roles is extremely important. So there's no confusion, just clear transparency, um, player to coach, coach to player and life skills, like back to the discipleship piece, just a preparedness for the future, I think is a, a big part of my responsibility is to help steward them into big decisions in life. Uh, a lot of things come up in college, marriage, future, job, vocation, where to live, our current culture climate. Um, so it's just, that's a, a really important piece is the discipleship, life skills. How do I, how do I move on from athletics? Yeah, for, for you math majors out there, character plus competency equals trust. That, that's a, <laughs> an equation I didn't learn back in my pre-algebra days, but that's one uh, that's very valuable, I'm sure. Now, now going kind of onto the court, stylistically, what, what are you hoping to see out of your team? Yeah, I'm, uh, I think I'm an energetic type of coach, and that's the way that I like to see my players play. So you'll see a bit of a faster pace this year. Um, and I think the fun piece is that we could transition into that right away. We have a lot of pieces, some very dynamic athletes that can run and create in space. And so just to give them the freedom to do that, our recruiting class seemingly will fall into place as well. And so it'll be fun to see 
we're going to be a very young group. But just to introduce that right away, I think um, will be a fun transition to see both as a fan. It's fun to play as a player and it's fun to coach a little bit greater intensity offensively and defensively. Yeah, you mentioned some of those pieces, lots of talent coming back. Obviously, you got 2019-20 NAIA Player of the Year, Stephanie Suarez, all GSAC performer Rebecca Throns from this past season. You know, how excited are you about the returning group of players that you have? Yeah, I feel like somebody just wrapped up a Christmas present and gave me a tremendous <laughs> starting point um, for a coaching career here. Uh, Stephanie Suarez is a a once-in-a-career type athlete and um, couldn't be more excited to see her grow into more leadership uh, as she enters her junior year here. And just, I mean, the sky is the limit for her. She can play any position. And so she's just a walking video game. And Rebecca is a great leader. As a fifth-year senior, That that's a, a tremendous asset to such a young team to have a player like her with her experience and her leadership off the floor to just help welcome in these new players and help us form a more cohesive unit moving mm -hmm. forward. Yeah, and, and one of your first orders of business as head coach was you got to take the returning group of players on a retreat to Carpinteria. Tell us a little bit about that experience and how valuable that was for you as a new coach. Yeah, the Lord's timing was that in that was was great. I signed my paper on uh, Friday and then I jumped in the car that afternoon to head down to Carpinteria. So I was so appreciative of that time, though. Um, you can't recreate, you know, being at the beach away from school, away from, you know, the heat of competition to just get to know people off of the floor and for them to feel more comfortable with me heading into summer. And so we really laid some good groundwork there. Uh, Pastor Harry Walls had some great um, messages for our team about finding their giftings and encouraging others and their giftings. And so it was just an awesome springboard to start for for me and for our team heading into summer that it's not new for everyone now. Now the returners, I'm a familiar face, you know, and, and the freshmen got to know me a little bit better mm -hmm. since I wasn't as involved this awkward, weird COVID year. <laughs> um, so it's it was invaluable to just spend some time having fun. You know, they're spending time with my family and it was a great time. Yeah. And, and weekends like that, I'm sure go a long way and establishing that culture of trust that, that you're talking about. And um, talk me through, yeah, so now you've been head coach for about a month now. Talk me through, you had a couple weeks there before the semester ended. Now there's been a couple weeks into the summer. You know, talk me through this past month. What's it been like? You know, how are you feeling settled in overall? Yeah, it's been great. Uh, again, I'm just so grateful to have had a couple of weeks with them before they all left for summer. It would have been a different feel having a, a new name and a new face in the middle of summer trying to build a foundation, trying to build something while everyone is dispersed, you know, all over the country, internationally even. Um, and so the first few weeks we got in the gym because of COVID, a little hidden blessing was that we still had a few weeks of practice to be in the gym. And so I was able to just observe. We did some skill work to where I could just really sit back and see where we are currently athletically and, um, you know, if that more upbeat style will fit. And so it was tremendously helpful for me as a coach to be able to see firsthand right off the bat just where we are and plan accordingly for the summer. Um, and then after they went home, I've just been doing a lot of administrative tasks. We, because of COVID again, we didn't have a schedule uh, when I came. So 
that's been a lot of what I've been doing the last few weeks. We've we've only got one la- one game left to schedule, and so um, that's a it's going to be a fun schedule next year. Actually, back to the coaching piece, a little sneak peek into the schedule. Oklahoma Christian is going to come out to California and play, so that'll be uh, okay. That'll, that'll be fun for that'll you. That'll be sure. really fun to uh, be on the other side there and and get to compete against one another. But that's been a, a lot of the task, just. Getting getting settled in administratively as well. Yeah, and, and when your team does come back for the fall, I mean, you brushed on a little bit earlier. You'll have six new incoming players as as part of your team next year. Just briefly talk about the the class as a whole. Sure. So we've got a couple of different states represented this next year: Texas, Idaho, Arizona, and Washington. Okay. Um, so. That'll be a fun piece. And three of the incoming players are actually still playing. They just started their senior season. Wow. Um, thankful that they get a senior season. It's going to be a bit shortened. Um, but the girls up in Washington are all playing right now. And so it's nice also for me to get to see them play a little bit, just to see their styles and see where they're coming from athletically. Uh, the other girls did get to half a season yeah. as well, but they've already finished. So I've talked with all of them, and they all seem excited to be here as well. I'm thankful that they all chose to continue here at Masters, and it'll be it'll be a great journey starting next year. And when you're recruiting athletes, I mean, are there specific? I mean, obviously, you talked about your up pace style. I mean, are there specific, you know, physical attributes that you want to see stylistically from recruits? But also, what character traits are you looking for in prospective student athletes? Sure. So I think first and foremost, before I even uh, dive too much into the athletic size, is a good fit for the program. I feel protective over what we have uh, culture-wise. And so I want to to find like-minded young women who want to grow spiritually, want to grow in their knowledge and affection for the Lord over the next four years. And they want to honor Him, you know, with their talents on the floor. And so that's the most important piece to me is to protect that culture piece of our program and of our school. And then secondly, I'm looking for all of those things. I'm looking at them athletically, if they can fit a more upbeat style, if they can guard man, they can cover some distance. Um, but also just some nonverbals that are important to me. Um, you know, am I, a, do I see a selfish player when I'm watching a highlight film? Typically it's all makes. Yeah. And so when they make a shot, are they, pounding their chest, celebrating themselves, or are they acknowledging their teammate who just gave them that opportunity? You know, are they passionate? Do they enjoy what they're doing? Um, and so a lot can be said that you don't know that you're even saying on a highlight film. And so there's other things just besides athleticism, obviously, you know, that we're looking for here at Masters. Yeah, and, and as we kind of wrap things up here, you know, what advice would you give to – players that want to play at the collegiate level, what advice would you give them as they pursue that opportunity, but also to their parents, their guardians, you know, the role that they have in that process? Yeah, I think hopefully it goes without saying you got to put in the work. Um, you know, if you go to practice and you go home and think you're going to be a full ride, um, it's just not going to happen. And so first you got to put in the work and put in the time. And I would encourage athletes, um, to focus on fundamentals and skills, it's it's kind of popular right now to just jump on AAU teams and play a lot, which is great to stay in shape. But I wouldn't, I don't think that that is getting a player much better athletically. I think 
it would be very helpful to identify what your weaknesses are and then go attack those. And you're only as strong as your greatest weakness. And so if I only practice what I'm good at in a game, I'm not going to get much better. And so the time that you put in away from your team by yourself late at night, early in the morning, um, that's what matters. And so that you're practicing game shots from game spots at game speed, um, you know, that's that's what's going to get you further. And so I'm a big fundamentals coach. I'm a big skills coach. I don't think you ever um, outgrow fundamentals. We never outgrow the gospel. You never outgrow fundamentals. So I'm constantly um, self-critiquing my shot. I'm, I'm constantly self-critiquing those, those few things that I do every day just to make sure that I'm, I'm constantly um, perfecting my game. And so working on my weaknesses through skill development and, um, but also, you know, playing and staying in shape is also great. So to the parents, um, encouraging your athletes, being a rebounder for them. Um, some of my greatest memories are from my grandfather rebounding for me and supporting me and my parents being at every game. And so I would just encourage, um, parents to support their kids in, uh, in the summer and be a rebounder, be there for them. I think a lot of parents do a great job, maybe too much of a great <laughs> job sometimes. Um, but yeah, I think you just, you got to put in the work and the time. Yeah. And you talk about the fundamentals, you'll, you'll have a chance to teach fundamentals to the, the youth this summer. Uh, <laughs> I believe it's the sixth week of TMU youth basketball summer camp. How, how fun will that be for you to, to be a leader of that camp? I love camp. I I love coaching kids. I um, camp was a big part of Oklahoma Christian, and I always chose the smallest kids. I don't know what it is about them, but their joy for learning and just their goofy personalities. But camp is a great time, and it's a great time to get better again and work on your skills. But it's also just fun to to be in the gym and also be with some of the players and see them coach. Um, so. Camp is an awesome experience, and I would highly encourage uh, parents out there who might be listening to send your kids to get better, make new friends, have some fun. So week six, write that down. <laughs> yeah, if you're, if you're interested in, in joining with, with Lisa Zamoraz, go to masters.edu slash summer camps. There's still some spots available. Can we expect to see your young kids out there this summer? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Griffin right now, he's in soccer. And uh, every time his coach tells him to dribble across the floor, all the other kids are kicking the ball across the floor. And Griffin, it never fails. He's dribbling it like a basketball. So every time that makes me very proud. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like he's learned from his mom very well. But Lisa, thank you for joining us. We, We look forward to seeing your team out on the court this fall. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Mustang Sports Feed. For more information on TMU Athletics, visit GoMustangs.com. To learn more about the Masters University, visit Masters.edu. We'll see you next time.